right, well, good morning again, and, and uh, good to be here together in the house of the Lord, and to be able to join online in spirit uh, with our fellow believers. So what we are doing this year throughout 2022 is, is a, a verse of the week, which we've, we've posted on the, uh, the slides and the, in the foyer and things like that, but we're going to uh, focus every week on one new verse and uh, we commit it to memory if we can, we reflect on it if, if nothing else and throughout the week. And so like I said, last week was Psalm 119.11 and we are continuing throughout January this focus on the Word of God. And so this week our focus is on Psalm 119.105 which says, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So why don't we go ahead and, uh, as a congregation, say this together. And this is from the New American Standard Bible. Uh, Psalm 119, 105, say it with me. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now, I don't know about you, but it's, uh, it's short, but it could still get very tricky. If I take away a few words, is it lamp to feet or is it light to path first? Oh, I don't know. I get kind of nervous about it. But we start with the, the lamp and then the light shines. So let's say it again without the major words in there. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And so last week we looked at uh, treasuring God's word in our hearts. And this week we're going to look a little bit closer at uh, purpose, you might say. And the, 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 the God's word for us is light. It is light. And, and, and it begins in this, this focus. And, and remember Psalm 119 all the way through is every verse is focused on God's word, whether his ordinances, whether his law, his word. And here the psalmist is beginning a new section for noon, which would be our, the equivalent in English would be the letter N. And remember every eight verses, all, every single line begins with the same letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And this, this one begins with the letter noon. And, and if you were to look at this in the, in the Hebrew, it actually is lamp, feet, word, light, path. All right? We add in all those other words with uh, grammar, you know, the, the, and we, we change it. Instead of saying a lamp to my feet is your word, and a light to my path. We, we put the word at the very beginning, because that's, that's kind of how we focus on things in English, isn't it? The, the most important thing will either go right at the front, and everything else builds off of that, or the most important thing, we build up to it, and we give it to you right at the end. A lot of times, though, in the Hebrew life, and the way that the Jews think and write, to emphasize a point, they'll put it in the middle. And so the way it reads in Hebrew is, a lamp to my feet is your word, a light to my path. And what that does is you get a lamp and the light, those uh, agree, those are the same thing in essence. A, a lamp is, and I, I went ahead and brought an object lesson for us all today, you know, a flashlight. A lamp is the physical object that produces the light. The light is the 
the outflow of that, that brilliance, right? And this one, actually, I, I pulled it right out of the way here, so I'm not going to be turning it on because it needs new batteries, apparently. <laughs> we'll just use our imagination, right? So the lamp is the physical object. The light is what emanates from it. And then feet and path, those go along together because your feet are what walk along the path. And the path is, this, is the, the, the way that you go. In fact, sometimes even in, in, in Hebrew, path is translated into English as traveler. You know, that, that those who are following a path, in essence. We interpret it and translate it as traveler. So, so lamp and light and feet and path, they are repeating the same idea, and the focus is all pointing in on your word. That your word is a lamp. That your word provides light to my path. Now, not to get too, uh, too technical for you here, or too, um, you know, one of the things about this verse, it's a simple verse, but then it's also a very deep verse. Not, not, to, not to get too deep here, but what the psalmist is saying in this is that by equating the word of God to a lamp, and to providing light to his path, what he's saying is, is that God's word helps us to see. I know that. You're wondering where that came from, right? No, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? But God's word helps us to see. The idea is, is that God's word helps us to see the path we need to go on. God's word helps us to see as we study his word, as we focus on it, and as we grow in it, God's word can help us see is the path I'm on the right path? Is the path I'm on the wrong path? Are there dangers on the path I have chosen? All of these things come from using God's Word in our lives, from reflecting on it and going to it. If you think about all that we see right now, everything we see is because of the light. I have come in here on a Wednesday night after a Wednesday night Bible study, and it's 8.30, 9 o'clock in the middle of winter, and, and this room is pitch black. And it's a completely different room. And I have to make sure I turn on a light so I don't run into some chairs. To, so I can see. Because everything we see is only because the light is reflecting from it. And our eyes are receiving that light. Without it, well, everything is dark. And the same is true with the Word of God that is... As we use the Word of God, it allows us to see the world around us as God sees it. It allows us to see whether or not we are following God's ways or not, if we're making good decisions or not. Now, there's a thing about this. The fact that he says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, it assumes the need for light. It assumes, uh, the psalmist is assuming that we are in, in essence walking in darkness. That we need God's word to shine light on the world around us. We need God's word to shine a light in our lives because we are living in a world of darkness. And without God's word, we walk in darkness. You know, it, it's not just Oh, I mean, right now it's a bright and beautiful day. It's sunny out. It's clear out. We can, we can walk and see all sorts of things, right? 
But the way the psalmist is writing, he is saying, look, life is, a, is like you're walking in the dark and you need a lamp. And you need the light of that lamp to show you the path you're walking and to help your feet find good places to step. And, and without the light, just like me walking through here in the middle of the night, without the light, you can start running into things. You can go the wrong way. I, I have walked through this room so many times I can't even count. And yet, turn off all the lights. And sometimes I'll walk through here in the dark, you know. In fact, Jerry, uh, my predecessor, he, he, he kind of, he joked with me once. We were talking and he said, yeah, sometimes I forget when I'm taking somebody through the church, I forget to turn the lights on for them. And I'm so used to it, I can just walk through here when it's dim. You know, in the afternoon, it can be pretty dark in here. So I forget to turn the lights on for him, and so I'm just charging through. And even if you're used to the church, you kind of slow down because, wait a minute, the lights aren't on. You're always in here when the lights are on, unless you stick around and talk too long after a Sunday morning. Somebody goes turning them off on you, right? But he and I, I've had that experience too. I've had people come to the church and, oh, I need to get a book out of my class. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's, sure. And we go walking through and I forget to flip on the light switch for him because it's bright enough for me to see. No, the idea here is, is that, that we need God's light, his word, to be able to see what we're doing, that we, we are walking in darkness. And this isn't a, an idea solely in this one psalm. Peter says the same thing in first, or excuse me, 2 Peter. He talks about that we have the word of God as prophetic and it gives us light while we are in darkness, while we're waiting for the true light, which is Jesus, to come. Jesus even says this in the Gospel of John. The whole setup of the Gospel of John is that the true light came into the world. And what did the darkness do? Does the darkness say, oh, we love the light? No, the darkness says it doesn't want to have anything to do with the light. But Jesus told his disciples again and again, even in, uh, in John chapter 12, Jesus is talking to the disciples and he's talking to the, the people around him as he's teaching. And Jesus said to them, for a little while longer... The light is among you. Walk while you have the light, so that darkness will not overtake you. He who walks in the darkness does not know where he goes. That's the truth of the world. He who walks in the darkness does not know where he goes. And what Scripture tells us over and over and over again is that the world is walking in darkness that the world is darkness. Because of the sin that we have uh, committed and the sin that we have brought into the world, this, the world walks in darkness. And we need the Word of God to light our way. And just, just consider that. When we think about all the wise people in the world, and some of them have great ideas and some of them have uh, really crazy ideas, if their ideas are not built on the Word of God, if it's not informed by the Word of God, if it's not inspired at all by God and His Word. It may be a, a really brilliant idea, but it's, it's, it's formed in darkness. And you may be able to walk a path in the dark and get to the other side safely, but chances are you won't. We need to remember as believers that without God's word, we walk in darkness, which means that the world predominantly 
is walking in darkness. So most of the ideas that we hear, most of the viewpoints that people have, most of the people around us, how they live is not based on God's word, but darkness. They don't, to a certain extent, they don't know any better. But we need to remember not to go following them. Can you imagine somebody's got the word of God, they got the light, they've got the lamp, but they want to follow somebody who doesn't have light and can't see this light. Why would we do such a thing? Why would we follow somebody who doesn't have light? Why would we? Now, we, we might listen to them. We might see if there's something good that comes out of it. I'm not saying that uh, those who are not within Christ can't have uh, some intelligence and, and good ideas. But we have to remember, we have to check and test it against the word of God. We have the light. Somebody in the darkness can say, let's go down this path. Maybe they can't see the light, but if you can see it and you can check, you can say, oh yeah, that's a good path. Yeah, that's a good path. I can see it here because I checked it with the word of God. But they might say, let's go down this path and you take the word of God and you go, ah, ah, that doesn't look like a good path. No, I see danger down that path. I, th- I, see, I see mistakes down that path. I see a wrong turn down that path. That path does not agree with the word of God. I'm not going down that path with you. We have the word of God to help us so that we don't walk in darkness because the world walks in darkness. And that, that kind of points out a, a very important thing about the word of God being a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. You know, we have it. But God's word only works if you use it. It does us no good to have the word of God and then just leave it on our coffee table. Right? If, the storm, if, if, if we have a storm and all the power goes out and you can't see a thing in your house, does it do any good to get the flashlights out if you just set them on the table and keep bumbling around in the dark? It doesn't do us any good. And, and I kind of wonder, you know, it's, it's not just do we, do we pick it up and read the Word of God, do we reread it, but then do we actually... Oh, I hit the wrong button there. I'm sorry. I meant to hit God's Word only works if you use it when I said that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing my own slides right now, if you hadn't noticed. So, uh, Thank you. I appreciate the forgiveness. God's word, is, it's not just do we read it. That's an important part. Can you imagine, okay, there's a storm, power goes out, it's dark, it's, it's nighttime, you get the flashlights out, you don't use them, you just set them down. Or can you imagine... You get the flashlights out, you turn them on, and you use them, and you look, and you say, that's a bad path to go down. I can, I can see right here all the dangers in that path and the, 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 the struggles I'm going to face. That's not a good path to go down. And then you walk down it anyway. Can you imagine doing that? That's not something we would do in in normal life would we if we see danger we're going to walk away from the danger if we see danger we're going to try to avoid it there there are ways that we will ignore God's word and not even use it like the flashlight just sitting on the table there are ways that we will take it we will turn it on it will shine bright for us it will show us the danger and we go anyway It'll show us the right path to go down and we still won't walk down that path. God's word only works if you use it. 
it, it, it's there and it's true and it's powerful, but it works if we use it. Whether that means reading it or eventually applying what we read to our hearts and in our lives. And that's the thing that I think we struggle with the most. You know, there are words in here that are tough. There are words that Paul wrote and there are words that Jesus said that are difficult. And a lot of times, good, uh, Bible-believing, mature believers, what we have done is we have interpreted them in such a way that we don't have to do what they say. We read them and we interpret them and we say, ooh, that's tough stuff. That, he must, that must be figurative language. He's not being literal. That's just figurative. He didn't really mean what it sounds like he means. That's just an illustration. No, no, no. It, it, we don't have to take it that far. And I think that, that for us is like using the flashlight, seeing the danger, or seeing the right path, and then walking the wrong way anyway. God's Word only works if you use it, not just to open it and to read it, but actually to allow it to apply, apply to our lives. Because the psalmist, what is he saying? He says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Which means it's not just a lamp to feet. It's not just a light to the paths. But no, what is the psalmist saying? Your word is a lamp to my feet. Your word is a light to my path. Which means the psalmist has decided he is going to follow that light. That he is going to use that light. He is going to allow God's word to guide him. He is going to allow God's word to speak to him. He is going to change his life. To, to, to follow the path that are good. That are of life. That the light shows him. And that's, that's a question for us today. Is God's word your light? Is God's word your light? Are you actually using it in your life, recognizing that the world around us is in darkness and operates in darkness? Are we allowing God's word to guide us? And when we read something that is difficult, when we read something that is hard, do we say, okay, God, that, that seems a bit steep. But that's what your word says. I'm going to follow it. Or possibly, and sometimes it's just to trust. You know, a lot of times the, the God's word and what you read in it do not seem to live out in life. I, I read the Proverbs a lot, and, and within the Proverbs there's a lot about wicked people being brought down, and the wicked will not last, and the, the good people don't, you know, we don't even remember the wicked. They're, they're gone. And yet I look around the world, and what do we see? We see a lot of wickedness. We see people gaining by wickedness. We see people gaining in all sorts of bad ways and we see the, the, the innocent and we see the righteous and what happens to them? They seem to lose out. They seem to lose more than they win. And it's easy for us to say, I don't know about God's word. Maybe, maybe he's got it wrong here. Maybe just in this one way I can cut this corner. Maybe, maybe I'm not going to live by faith in that way because... I don't know if God's going to show up. 
Or do we say, okay, everything I see, because remember, the world is dark. We are blind without God's word. And so here's, here's really what we need to do. We need to recognize that what we see in the world and what we see going on in the news and what we see in what seems to be the wicked flourishing, we need to remember that that's just the darkness. That's just our eyes accustomed to the darkness. And we think we see something. Have you ever had that where you thought you saw something in the dark and it looked so clear to you? Maybe it was a creature. Maybe it was uh, a, a danger or a threat to you and you wondered what it was. And as soon as you turn the light on, it's not there anymore. Maybe it was just a bunch of blankets on a chair. You thought, what was that? And you turn the lights back off and you still can't see the, what you thought you saw because now you've seen the light. You've seen it in the light and you know what it is. You ever had that happen? Where your brain says, I've seen this, and your brain makes something up. But as soon as you turn on the light, you see what it really is. That's what we're doing when we look at the world and we say, it doesn't look like what God said it is. Now, the world doesn't seem to be operating the way God said it does. Well, we need to go back to the Word and say, okay, what I see is darkness. That's just my eyes accustomed to the darkness. That's just my heart and my mind accustomed to living in a sinful world. But when I turn on the light, when I go to God's Word and when I study it, I believe it over the darkness. That's what we mean by is God's Word, your light. Do you believe it over the darkness that you, you think you see? The things that you're accustomed to seeing, the things that we're used to seeing? And we're not just talking about Scripture in this. This is one of the, the difficult things. Actually, we're going we're gonna to look at a verse in a couple of weeks that I toyed with having at the very earlier, not very beginning, but earlier. Because whenever we're talking about the Word of God, we're not just talking about Scripture. There's a greater fulfillment than just Scripture. Because the Word of God isn't just pages on paper or you know words on the page but we're told in John that the word became flesh and dwelt among us the very word of god took on flesh became human and dwelt among us that's what jesus is really talking about back in john chapter 12 when he said for a little while longer the light is among you walk while you have the light he was talking about himself. The light is among you just for a little while longer. He was talking about before he died on the cross and went back to heaven. For a little while longer, the light is among you. Walk while you have the light. So as we're talking about the light here, that, that God's word helps us to see, we can also say that Jesus helps us to see. He gives us life and light. And without Jesus... Couldn't you say that you, we walk in darkness without Jesus in our lives? That without Jesus, it is like you're walking on a path with no light and you don't know where to go. But even once we have Jesus in our lives, you know, it, it only works if we follow Him. His light in our lives only works if we believe in Him. If we, I hate to use the word, use Him. But truly, do we allow Jesus to work in our lives? 
God's word will only work, Jesus only works in our lives if we actually follow him. For a person to say, oh, I believe in Jesus, yeah, I see him right there, and I know he died on the cross for my sins, but I'm just going to keep going on, go my own way. That's self-destructive. He only works just like God's word. God's true word that became flesh only works if we use him. So I ask the question again, is God's word your light? Not just scripture, not just do we follow scripture and do we let it inform our lives, but is Jesus Christ your light? Because the whole world is in darkness. And those who follow other gods and other ideas and other teachings, those who do not believe in and follow Jesus Christ, they are walking in darkness. And we would be in darkness too unless we follow Jesus. Which means what he teaches, we do. And where he leads, we go. Jesus is the true word of God. He is the light that guides us on the path. Do we follow him? Do we trust in him? Do we rely upon him as the lamp, the source, but also as the very light that we see by? More than scripture, Jesus Christ is God's word for us. So when you reflect on this verse this week, as you say, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, I want to encourage you, don't just be thinking about Scripture, although Scripture is a great thing to be thinking about in this. But say it about Jesus as well. And ask yourself, am I just saying this or is it true? Do I truly try to live based upon who Jesus is? Do I truly try to live based upon what the Word of God says? Do I allow it to guide me? Do I allow it to illuminate the world around me? Because I think the worst thing we can do as believers is to say, this is the lamp. It's the guide for my feet. It's the guide of my path. It gives me light. And then to let it show us the bad ways and the good ways and to still choose the bad ways. To ignore what he shows us. To ignore what he teaches us. That's an awful thing to do. Is God's word your light today? Not just that you believe in Jesus. Not just that you study his word. But that you live and you choose the good path because of him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, your word and we thank you for giving us light in our lives, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you you show us the way to live, that you give us wisdom and how to live. Father, we pray that your word, your scriptures, but more importantly, even Jesus himself, Lord, that you would be our light, that we would see the ways to walk, that we would choose to walk in those ways. Lord, as we are surrounded by darkness, as we, as we oftentimes walk in the darkness, may your word ever be present in our lives to give us light, 
to show us what we're really seeing, to see the truth. And Father, when we, we have those times when what we see doesn't seem to align with your word, help us to trust your word over our eyes, to trust your wisdom over our wisdom, to trust Jesus above all others. Father, help us this week to make your word be a lamp to our feet and a light to our paths. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.